Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Oluwa Shinakonde from Lagos, Nigeria. And on the show today is an amazing uh, man of God. <laughs> I have with me Pastor Sheon Afolayon, who is an associate pastor with the Elevation Church, um, Nigeria. He is also a family um, you know, therapist. Uh, he's a relationship expert. He's a whole lot of stuff. And uh, it's a privilege to have him on the show today, um, you know, sharing insights on what he knows how to do best, the subject of relationship. Uh, welcome to the show, Pastor Shim. Thank you, Shino, for having me. Thanks, everyone, for joining. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to you know, have you share with us uh, on this important subject that uh, we have before us. It's a, it's a subject of um, readiness for marriage. How do, we, uh, how do singles you know, gauge readiness uh, for marriage? And I'm sure you're helping us do justice to that uh, in a matter of time. All right, but um, just to pick up this conversation proper, why is readiness important for marriage, um, Pastor Shem? Okay, Shino, um, readiness is very, very important. Um, I would like to start by even saying that it's more important to be Mr. Right or Miss Right than to find Mr. Right or Miss Right. Uh, and the truth is you, are, you cannot identify, you can't see Mr. or Miss Rye, whichever one you need, if you are not ready, if you are not healthy, or if you are not Mr. or Miss Right yourself. Uh, because we see based on who we are, not based on how things are. Um, everything that we see in life is so they see them through the prism of our own reality and our own ability to interpret. So if you are not uh, ready yourself, if you are not um, you have not become Mr. or Miss Right yourself. Miss Right or Miss uh, Mr. Right can be eating you right in the face, and you still won't see it because you're just not healthy enough to see it. It's just like what Scripture says about the man who has a lot of wood in his own eyes and is trying to help someone who has, you know, a speck in his eyes. You definitely need to remove the nepal pole in your own eyes before you can even see the speck in somebody else's eyes. So. Uh, most people focus on, uh, most people are so afraid and they focus their energy on finding the right person, but it's more important to become the right person uh, than to find the right person because your ability to find the right person depends on becoming the right person. So until you get to that level where you are ready, where you are uh, become the right person yourself, then uh, you can't find the right person, which is what, well, that, that's exactly why uh, readiness for marriage is very important. Wow, great stuff there, uh, Pastor Sheon. I, I hear you well, and uh, you know, but uh, I just want to imagine that there's someone listening to this conversation, and you know, he or she is saying that uh, you know uh, it's possible to be well, to be quite ready for marriage and all of that, and and to be unlucky with um, the wrong person, you know, and uh, you know, but then, but it, I know there's still some way to find the balance. You know, it's, it's possible to still be lucky while you are very ready you also get to meet the right person so that is quite sort of leading us to the right um, subject in today and that is the subject of readiness is readiness something that is just uh, personal i mean my own personal readiness you also have to consider the readiness of the person i'm considering for marriage okay thanks you know um of course the the answer to your question is very simple of course the readiness of the other person is also important it's not enough for you to be ready the other person has to be ready as well because it takes two to play the game uh, that's 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 a fact you also said something about you know sometimes you are ready but sometimes people are unlucky to find 
the person who is not ready. Uh, I mean, I, I, I differ slightly on that. I don't think it's a matter of choice. To, to the extent that it's not an arranged marriage, to the extent that it was not forced on you, to the extent that you made that choice willingly, you were the one standing at the altar, smiling from here to here, saying, I do. Uh, you were not uh, hypnotized. You were not, was not an arranged marriage. If you made that choice by yourself, it's, it's, the lock really is not part of the equation. I mean, you know, it's very simple. If you want to buy a car, can you say you luckily paid uh, the price of a Lexus Jeep and you got a uh, rapport and then you were unlucky? No. You, you know exactly the kind of car you wanted and based on yeah. the money that you have. So you get into the market and you try to get the best, best value for the money that you have. It's the same thing if, you, if you're looking for, 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 for a job. You know how you do your research with the company. You know how you will package yourself for for the interview. You know how you will do your background checks and all of that. Uh, so the matter of luck really uh, doesn't come into play if we are being honest. Uh, it's, all a, it's all a function of how mature you are, how you are able to make an informed choice, not a choice that is uh, made out of emotions, not a choice that, that is made out of the uh, illusion of romance, which I think really is the elephant in the room that makes it end up in a, in, a, in a decision where they feel they were unlucky because most people will tell you they, uh, I'm going to marry for love or we love ourselves or I love her and stuff like that. But what really does that mean? Uh, a lot of people, a lot of time when people use those languages, they are not saying anything other than the fact that they are they have been captured by the uh-huh. romantic fire you know, that they have with someone else, which of course uh, clouds your judgment if you are not matured enough and makes you to make a decision that is reading with emotions that is not based on any intelligence. Uh, in fact, it even impacts your ability to hear God clearly when you are being uh, smothered by the emotions of the moment and then people then say that they are unlocked. It's not really a matter of love. It's simply a function of their own level of maturity and their own level of um, uh, personal you know, uh, responsibility at the time they made those decisions. And I mean, to be honest, it's one of the decisions that people regret the most in their lives because sometimes people make decisions based on where they are uh, and their inability to see very well and very clearly to the future, and then they make a kind of decision that you know, 10, 20 years into the future doesn't really match up with what they believe they really need for their journey. Uh, which is why, as a simple person, you've got to shine your eyes. You've got to shine your eyes. You are deciding the somebody's grandmother, you are deciding somebody's mother, you are deciding the people who will be in the room with you in one of the most, in some of the most critical moments of your life. You are deciding the person who will impart your character the most. You are deciding the person who will decide uh, how far you will go in life. It's a very big decision and people need to uh, be, uh, you know, alive to those responsibilities and not, and not make uh, decisions uh, under the guise of emotions. Yeah, yeah, very well said. I mean, uh, I love the fact that you talked about due diligence, Simon. You know, I mean, if there's one area to consider due diligence is the area of, um, you know, uh, making a a marital choice right and uh, but then ps now um so to the conversation proper aging readiness for marriage now let's start with a guy what are the things a guy needs to sort of consider to say okay i think i am you know duly ready for marriage i know it's deeper than just having money having a job but i know there are other things that you count as important you are a family life therapist you've been married for a couple of years with uh, two amazing um you know girls but so you've seen a lot of things you've had a lot of stuff so 
what are the things you would uh, you would consider important for a guy that is um, considering um, marriage? Yeah. yeah, I mean, Shina, I've seen a bit. Um, I'm thankful to God for how He's helped me. I've been married for ten years. Uh, sometimes oh. next year, looking forward to that. Uh, it's been an amazing ride. Uh, beyond my marriage, it's also the uh, privilege I've had to counsel people for decades. I've been counseling people on relationship now for about 20 years. Um, so I've seen quite a bit, honestly. And one of the things that breaks my heart the most is when people, uh, when marriages end up in a situation where people become like they are helpless. People uh, feel like they have been put in a situation that beyond them, uh, people are, you know, confused and uh, you know, it becomes a misery, something that you're supposed to enjoy becomes a pain that you're enduring every day. It, it breaks my heart. It, I, I, would, I would give anything to ensure that my worst enemy doesn't go through it. Which is why uh, um, the, the topic we are dealing with right now is very, very important, especially for singles, because you then have a choice to avoid, you know, that kind of heartbreak in your life. You have, you have a choice to avoid, take yourself out of that population of people who will live with regret and pain decades later in their life. So, uh, to your question, so what are the things that a guy should consider uh, before they can, he, he or she can decide that he is now ready for marriage? Yeah. Um, may, may I say that uh, the things that a guy needs to that they are almost the same thing that a lady really needs to consider, honestly, because um, okay. uh, we are first of all human beings before we are male or female. Uh, yeah. And um, it's important to uh, focus on conversation as human beings because sometimes we make some generalizations that feels that make us feel like oh as a lady these are the kind of things you need to prepare as a guy these are the kind of things you need to prepare but honestly speaking uh, the human element is more important than those the gender specific elements so as a single person uh, what what are the things what are the indicators that tells you that you are ready the first one really the most important one is emotional maturity that's the first one, emotional maturity. Hmm. You know, what I've seen in counseling couples, one of the things, I mean, when I first got married, a few years into my marriage, you know, of course, you would have your rough patches where you're wondering how is this person behaving like this? This is not what I expected. This is not how I thought things would flow and stuff like that. Misunderstandings here and there. Uh, and I thought, oh, I have some issues in my marriage. When I started listening to people in marriage, I started counseling people, I found out that I have zero issues people are going through a lot and one of the things that i've come to realize is this you know marriage is one of the things that will expose your emotional maturity level the most most people will not know uh their level in terms of emotional maturity until they get married marriage will bring out the best and the worst in you uh marriage will give you feedback the feedback you may have been in all your life, marriage will bring it right to your face by force. That's what marriage does. The level of intimacy, I mean, you are married, so I'm sure you can testify to what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, very uh, The kind of intimacy that comes with marriage uh, and the kind of vulnerability that marriage forces on you is such that it provides you no place to hide. Uh, it provides you no space to deceive yourself. Because most of the time, it's easy to deceive ourselves. You, know, you, you, have, yeah. you have some part that you, you keep making excuses, you keep, you know, postponing 
actions that you need to take to identify them and you keep you know uh, just just coasting with them you know you like putting your fridge or your shoe in the fridge and you feel oh maybe it's my fridge and it's my shoe it doesn't matter <laughs> the day you get married you realize how that can become a big issue for someone and that you know so, so that's what marriage does so it's very very important that people become emotionally mature because if you're not emotionally mature and you get into marriage you will be you will lack the strength to deal with the exposure that marriage brings marriage is naked and not ashamed that's marriage uh so when you are not emotionally mature uh, uh you will be exposed and you everybody really will be exposed in marriage the only thing is that when you are not emotionally mature that exposure will force you to feel like somebody is going to kill you will force you to feel like i can't stand it you to feel like somebody setting you on fire and it makes it very 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 thin so it's important to be emotionally mature it's important to uh so that's for me the first one that a, 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 a man or a woman needs to consider and one simple measure of emotional maturity for me one simple measure is the way i try to put it across with this um, sorry you know there's a sound coming from your end i don't okay. know what Sorry about that. Is it still there? Yes, I'm still, still here. Maybe it's your hairpiece or something. Yeah, but nothing has changed. Okay. Uh, I might just have to do it. Okay, that stopped now. That stopped now. So, um, as I was saying, so one measure of emotional maturity like the way i like to put it is this when you get to a stage in your life where you feel you are healthy and happy enough to live the rest of your life without getting married then you are ready for marriage when you get to that stage where you know that you can take care of yourself you can handle yourself you can regulate yourself you can manage yourself you are happy and healthy enough to live the rest if they told you that you are never going to get married you are fine you are good you are not going to think that your life is finished that you have been able to manage yourself and manage your relationship and manage your responsibility to that level uh where you are you can manage yourself and you don't need any man or any woman again in your life for the rest of your life then you are ready for marriage because marriage is about interdependency that's what marriage is marriage is about interdependency we all start from dependency uh to uh independence you know we start by the we start by depending on everybody for everything to now independence which is which means you are you can depend on yourself for everything yeah. you can carry your own weight you can take responsibility for yourself uh and then when you get to that level you are then qualified to move to interdependence which means that somebody else can depend on you and you two can depend on someone else which is really the ultimate in life which is you know one chatches a thousand two chatches ten thousand but you can't move from dependency to interdependency interdependency for is for people who has who have achieved a measure of independence who can carry their weight can regulate themselves can manage their relationship can manage their responsibility uh can manage uh people can manage bad situations and uh, and forge ahead in life that's those are the people that marriage is for and that's a sign that you're probably emotionally matured enough to get into marriage 
uh, other aspects you know are also important spiritual maturity is also important but we all know that the journey is not the same for everyone uh some of some 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 people like you have been born again since you know mother's womb others catch up along the line uh but it's important to have a strong spiritual base even if you just got born again yesterday make sure you are grounded make sure you are grounded you're you're going to deal with another human being and there's no other person who understands human being better than god so if you get into that uh thinking that using your understanding of machine to run another human being you're going to run into a lot of trouble you're going to make a lot of assumptions a lot of mistakes you can even damage someone so you need the help and the guidance of the manufacturer to really make the best out of your connection with this person called another human being which god created which only god really fully understands so uh, it's important to be grounded spiritually like i said not maybe not fully mature but at least you are planted in a church you have uh pastoral care over you have people you are who are you are accountable to in your spiritual journey and you are getting discipled so that's also important uh beyond that is uh, your your vocation marriage is not for someone who's still looking for a job and is not sure of where, where which direction life is taking them marriage is not for such people god called eve to assist adam he says uh you know one of your bone flesh of your flesh he, he, you know a, a woman who is suitable for you who is your help meet yeah. you, you don't need help if you don't even know what you are doing help is for help is for these people who have responsibilities that need help so you have to have gotten a level of understanding of purpose nobody has absolute clarity of purpose but at least you have a certain level of direction at least where you are regarding where you are going in life about what your life is about and what you are doing and how you are earning money because sometimes we, we don't need to over spiritualize this thing someone thinks that you can just sit down and be praying and be reading bible no you are earning pay you you carry yourself you're, you're responsible for yourself financially and you have a certain kind of direction about your life then uh, that also needs to be sorted if you are still in the valley of indecision about where life is taking you you are not ready for marriage yet you're going to throw yourself into confusion you don't even know where you are going uh so you can't board a flight when you are not clear of where you are going you, know, you end up in a destination that you will frustrate someone or you yourself will be totally frustrated so you also need to get some level of clarity on that as well uh beyond that your health uh, you take care of your body is also important uh you have to have gotten a hang on how you maintain your health and how you take care of yourself uh health wise as well and financial responsibility as well like i mentioned that those are the areas where uh everyone needs to look at to be ready for marriage thank you so much um, Piers, for such um you know uh for such a should i call it master list <laughs> you know, but, but really, uh, yes, I've actually had, uh, I've met a couple of friends who, who sort of, um, you know, um, check the boxes and still I see them, you know, dragging their feet towards marriage. But in your own experience, what do you think are the fears, you know, for single guys and ladies? And I love the way you balance uh, readiness checklists, you know, for guys and ladies. But what do you think are some of the reasons why guys are or ladies are dragging their feet to get into a relationship. Even do they desire it, they have made this requirement, but still um, they are dragging their feet. Is it because they don't have enough money? Or what do you have to say about that? I mean, you know, the, uh, the, the, the jungle is, uh, is real. Or the, the struggle is real, like they say. 
um, an average young person, you know, considering marriage in this uh, day and age, they they have the obvious there are obviously some areas of concern. You know, there are obvious issues that will come to your mind. You know, I mean, is it the, there's there's a there's a serious level of stability in our world right now? Uh, you know, that a young person trying to settle into a, mar- a, a, a family will really have to think about, and that sometimes can you know lead to fear. You know, you want to consider the economy. Uh, you've not even figured out whether you want to stay in Nigeria or travel abroad. Like I'm looking at you from corner high. I don't know. I might call you next, you know, next week. Now you tell me that ah, Pastor praise God, I've gotten my PR. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, the economy is not is not smiling all over the world. Uh, there are serious levels of instabilities. Uh, politically speaking, there's a str- serious level of instability as well. You know, all kinds of strange governments rising from different parts of the world. Uh, we are facing instabilities like the world has never faced it. so if a single person is having issues or some fears getting into marriage right now you really can't believe them that's the first thing and if you look at marriage itself it doesn't look like a shining house that someone wants to run into as well the statistics right now is that 50 percent of marriages both inside and outside of the church of, of, of church uh goes to divorce that is 50 percent goes to divorce so if 50 percent goes to the board the question is what's the percentage of, of, of marriages that are struggling you then know that that can be less than maybe 70 or 80 percent so it means that there are real issues that a single person who is getting into marriage uh if you know if you look at it uh on the face of it there might be reason to be afraid um but having said that um as christians we know that ultimately uh life uh uh you know Bible says to guard the heart for part of his close issue of life marriage yeah. is included in that scripture as well and for me personally that is what i believe worked for me uh to just remind yourself that at the end of the day you can't figure out your life with your head and mm. that in the middle of all the turbulence god has a plan god has a beautiful plan and god has a way how he can lead you to your own promised land uh it's important to um deal with those fears you know sometimes the fears if you talk to some of these single guys they will tell you practical things uh you know um i'm, I'm still looking for more money uh or i have no i haven't found a babe that i like i find yeah. that one very hilarious you know someone attends a church where there are two thousand single ladies and you say you haven't found a babe that you like <laughs> where <laughs> you know yeah. some, some will say I don't do church babes, so I don't do church guys. And I like to ask them, so do you do most guys or do you do most babes? You know, some will say, I don't do... I've seen all sorts of funny things that ideas that singles really have. And because I don't know day it's another human being going to marry, whether you like it or not. And person is not going to be perfect, just as you are not perfect. So let's face it, a lot of time it's simply fear. That's what it is. It's just simply fear. Um, and some will say, the, the, the one that is also very popular is... Um, next year next year or uh, i need more time time is not going to change anything time is not going to change anything it is about what you are doing with time so if you are fearing your heart in 2021 about getting into marriage if you think that by with more time that fear will go without really facing up with that fear and dealing with it 2025 will arrive and you are still where you are so it's really not time it's about identifying the fear that has covered our heart and dealing with it, you know. So, but in dealing with that fear, uh, it's just like I said, uh, one of the things I like to remind single 
guys. It's number one. You are looking for one person. Not five, not 20, not 100. Remember, Abraham, as bad as Sodom and Gomorrah was, Abraham started negotiating with God. Can we find 50 people? 45, 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. But if God, if Abraham had asked for one person, he would have found. Because at least Lot was still there. Yeah. Lot was still there. Bible recorded that Lot was already getting affected by the things that were going on in town, but the record was that he hasn't joined them. Mm. He hasn't joined them. He was already getting affected in his mind, but yeah. he hadn't yeah. joined the madness in town where people were, you know, uh, raping people, you know, sold, you know, uh, incest, you know, sort yeah. of atrocities that they were committing. Mm. It was clear that Lot. So if Abraham had asked for one person, we still will have gotten it. So, no matter how terrible this planet is, it's one person you are looking for. One person. As bad as Sodom and Gomorrah was, there was one person. Because Abraham would not have been able to save Lot if Lot was part of the rubbish that God wanted to destroy with Sodom and Gomorrah. There's one person. God had to remind me of this when I was single. And God also reminded me about Abraham again, how... I, especially as a guy. For the ladies, we can agree that it's a little bit more tricky because traditionally, uh, you are not the initiator. Even though for me personally, I've not found a scripture that is that says it's wrong to initiate as a lady. It's just a manner of approach and the context that matters. There's no scripture against it. I haven't also seen any law in the Federal Republic of Nigeria Constitution that is against it. <laughs> Because for me, those are tests of traditions. When yeah. you find something and people are contesting it and they want to tear shed and fight about it, just ask two questions. Is there a scripture that is explicitly against what we are discussing? Or mm-hmm. is there, if anybody does this, is there a law that is breaking? If there is none, then we need to be able to discuss it. So I'm saying now that, uh, let me wrap up, I'm saying a lot of things, but let me wrap up by just saying that as guys, especially, you simply need to deal with the fear by anchoring your mind on the word of God. It may sound cliche, it may sound uh, religious, but it works. It works for me. And I know many people that work for I can post scriptures that I had to meditate on, confess, to be able to cover my heart with faith and remove my heart from fear before I got to meet the person that I'm happily married with today. So it's about dealing with that fear, recognizing it for what it is, not overanalyzing all these logical analysis and uh, drawing pie chart and drawing graph and uh, bringing out Excel and all of that and saying, oh, it's Nigeria and blame it on everybody and everything. Just call it what it is. It is called fear. Yeah. And you just need to deal with it. When you deal with that fear, you, you see what, what we change is that you are your positivities, you are you are anticipating your marriage in a positive way your your mental picture of marriage changes your your the way you feel about getting married is that you're excited about it not this one that when they mention marriage around you you feel down you feel you don't want to even hear it you know there are some simple people that are like that they don't want to hear the word marriage it just crashes their mood it just tells you what they are dealing with in their heart and they simply need to face up with it one other thing before I let this question go that also helped me that I would also recommend is to find good marriages and interact with people who are in good marriages. Mm. That also helped my wife and I when we were dating. We found 
good marriages, people like Pastor Godman and all our leading pastors. We had the privilege of your friendship with them. We, they are still friends and senior friends with us today. And we saw how a good marriage was. And it just told us what is possible. That just painted a picture on our heart of what is possible. And we were able to remove the mental picture of the doom and gloom that is rampant in our world from our hearts and made us to have positive expectation about marriage. And that's that's another thing that people need. You need to look for people. Don't when you drown your mind with all the negativity, all the negative views and all of that, uh Job said the thing that I fear has come upon me. So you need to uh set your heart aright uh, in a right path but with scriptures, with positive examples, and then uh you'll be ready to to, to make your choice. Wow, wow, impressive. Thank you so much, um, Pastor Shio. I mean, uh, there's one thing that I took out from the last um, bit of things we said is the fact that, uh, you know, going into marriage is also a faith work. It's not just, uh, you know, a, a work of sight because, uh, you know, if you, are, if, you, if you are waiting to have everything sorted, if you are waiting to have everything perfect, you know, you might have to wait a longer time. Yeah, many people have taken this faith work and it has worked for mm-hmm. them and things have changed. The fact is that there must be element of work, because the Bible says faith without work is dead. So there must be, you know, that element of you, you know, working on yourself, working on your parents, yeah. work, you know, uh, and all of that, and then go ahead with faith. You might not have the whole money, you know, because finance is important, but you don't have to have the whole money. I mean, what in fact is the whole money, really? Exactly. You know, go in faith. Um, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. There's a whole lot. I'm sure I'm going to take much Sorry. of your time. But I, I didn't get that. I said, I just want us to keep it on the conversation uh, today. There's a whole lot to talk about, but I'm still going to ensure that you come back again and, you know, help us understand uh, other areas of, uh, you know, um, preparation for marriage. Uh, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you, Shino. Really great having you today. Thank you. Thank you, Shino. I've had a good time uh, conversing with you. God bless you for what you are doing uh, through the podcast. Amen. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Um, that is it from my own uh, end today on the conversation of engaging readiness for marriage. Uh, if you are new to the show, I really want to say thank you for finding us. Uh, I would love you to please share this episode with someone so that they could also um, be blessed. Uh, and if you have been listening for a while as well, thank you also. You can as well. Uh, please um, join us in spreading this uh, message, uh, you know, this important, um, you know, content and let others as well be blessed by what you have as well been um, blessed with. So you can go ahead, easy, um, share button, and uh, let someone also get, um, you know, um, today's um, episode. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Once I come your way next time, stay blessed.